Hi, everyone, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. What's up? It's Friday, y'all. Yeah. Just got back from San Francisco. I was just complaining to Holly how I was so excited to get off the road after six and a half hours and a full work day. And my exit was closed. And then the next exit was closed. And then the next exit was closed. And this is all at 1.30 in the morning. So I was not pleased. But I'm happy to be home. San Francisco is just a lot. Yeah. I could imagine. <laughs> so uh, what's been going on? I did was able to follow some of the drama while I was away with Fofty Part Do. Yeah. That was exciting because it was like that happened last Friday and I remember I was like I forget what happened that day but I just had like a rough day I was just annoyed and like bored on my phone at like I don't know like midnight or something and um I'm looking and then all of a sudden I see oh something's a brewing like <laughs> it's fofty night well because last week we talked about her on watch what happens live and how she popped off yes and, and then the drama unfolded so let's get into it what let's break it down what happened so she went on watch what happens live and she said that she dinged his ego and got under his skin mm -hmm. and she has receipts to prove it but like well then show them she's like but i'm not gonna show them i'm not that kind of girl unless someone starts something then i'll bring him out well he started something so bring him out lala where are they do you think it was um like he texted randall and was like i didn't appreciate when she said this or whatever and like i, like, I just wonder like what possibly what ammo she could have. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, yeah, so that was, ex so he, he went hard. I wonder if like, like why isn't she show him, showing the receipts? Do you think that 50 issued, uh, sent her a seize and desist? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> that was another funny thing. If you guys aren't on social media, Lala posted this thing about, what is it, a zoo in Utah that's, She's trying to boycott him because it's something, you know, you know, her always a saint and a martyr saving everything, um, saving the dolphins, even though she gets like 50 balloons every week from Randall that kills the dolphins. But I digress. Anyways, she's like, um, I'm boycotting this zoo and now they've blocked me and sent me a season desist letter. Well, first she spells desist D-I-S-I-S-T. And then she said C's like S-I-E-Z-E -E, instead of C's. Like seize the day. Yes. It's hysterical. Yeah. It's like that coupled with her not knowing who the vice president was on Watch What Happens Live and then justifying it by saying, Andy, you don't know, you know, I don't read that kind of stuff. It's like, you don't have to read anything to know who the vice president is. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's funny. Seize and desist. Seize and desist the day. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Fofty just started posting up a storm like he did last time. Um, just comparing her to Annabelle, posting like unattractive photos of her, like calling her puffy face and drunk ass hoe, gold digger hoe. And then he So started. let's talk about that for a second. So one of his main uh, points where he was getting at her was um, attacking her sobriety, mm -hmm. um, which is kind of a low blow if it's not true, you know, that she like that's that's I don't know, it's questionable bringing well, it's that like up. It's like a cheap tactic because like, 
what did she do to make you question it? Like she hasn't, she popped off, but she didn't seem drunk or anything. So it's like, is that all you have? Yeah. I don't know. I just like, like come up with something more. Clever. I thought it was kind of funny. Like when he was like, like showing a funny, like a bad angled picture or something like that. But then when he brought that up, it was kind of like, ugh, I don't know. It's like, be, I don't know. I'm more clever. Be, come up with something craftier, not just a cheap low blow. Like, like Jack's calling, look at you, you ugly troll or you're fat. Like, it's like that kind of. A yeah. Blow. Yeah. It's like you can do better. Um, my favorite one <laughs> was um, that he posted where he was like, um, it was a picture of um, Randell. He kept, on, he kept yeah. on spelling the name wrong. It was a picture of Randell taking a selfie with like you oh, know yes. people behind him on the movie set and he's like this is what it looks like when a motherfucker doesn't want to take a picture with you and it's like a dick trying to take a selfie and like it was that was hysterical. it was a classic randall photo like he loves i mean he goes he through always his, does he, those. he always does and like, it was just funny that remember at can when they were on the red carpet for that john travolta movie and he was like holding his phone up doing that with like big celebrities in the background but like not his background well yeah well he, and he does it to um Wait, who is it? Matt Damon that he does it to? Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. All the time. I, I get those two confused. Oh, very different. They are, but for some, their names or so, I don't know. Yeah, and sometimes they both they both have the Boston accent. Yeah, and blonde hair and about the same build. Yeah, like I, I mean, can see the guy's face. I was going. Well, I take that back. Not the same build because Matt Damon now has a dad bod and Marky Mark is shredded, but same size. Anyways, yeah. um. Yeah, and he and that was my favorite because that was like funny and legit, and that was clever. But then he is like posting like zoomed in shots of Randall's neck area and chin, and he's like, "What the fuck is up with this? What's going on?" And then he posted another one comparing him to Fred Flintstone, and another one. Oh, what's the other one? That zombie? Is that like Walking Dead or something? Yeah. So he's going, but why did he, so he posted all these other ones then of Lala comparing her to the Annabelle doll, calling her puffy face, but now he's since taken all the Lala ones down, but he's left the Randall ones up. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Um, He also compared him to Fred Flintstone. Yeah. Which, um, I see it. I see it. Yeah. Did you listen to the video of him and his lawyer in the car? No, I wanted to get the dirt oh. from you. What, what did it say? Well, the lawyer's just basically saying, you know, the contract they made with the payment plan. He's like, no, it says, you know, um, first of all, first of all, the lawyer's like, you can say anything you want. She's a public figure. But secondly, part of the conf- um, contract was if they, you know, say anything about him less than flattering he has free will to fire back retaliate on any platform he deems desirable or appropriate and it was this like a phone conversation that he like replayed on instagram or like what was it um yeah i can we i just had it up too but i might have closed it hold on yeah hold on i'll pause for a second guys we'll play it hold on okay guys we got the recording let's hear it that either Emmett or Kim make any public statements, whether or not, whether on social media or otherwise, concerning GNH Principal Jackson or any dispute between the parties, including between Emmett and Jackson, G-Unit and G-Unit and Principal Jackson shall be permitted to respond publicly in any manner and without any restrictions. Right. 
So, instructions so, by paragraph so, so if they decided they wanted to sue me for defamation, right? I don't give a fuck if they sue me. I don't give a fuck. Like, we got, I got all day for this shit. I don't care. Well, it's your opinion also. You're allowed, it's a public figure. So, if, again, there's a difference between a civilian and someone that's a public figure. They call Trump a fucking white national KKK I know, they do that type of shit all the time, but fuck that bitch. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Oh my god. So okay, so I think Randall and Lala were threatening to sue him for defamation of character. Probably by by bringing up the sobriety thing. I would say that that is where yeah. like they are possibly damaging her reputation. Wow. Okay, so 50 G unit straight up saying he doesn't care, which um, <laughs> you know, I would I would think that Lala can't get too mad at that because she is supposed to be gangster too, so she should understand the mentality, you know? Yeah. I mean, Fofty did take nine shots. Oh my God! Did you see what Jacks, Jacks and Brittany weighed in too? Oh, at uh, their Wrangler event at Fred Siegel. Oh, please tell me. Oh yeah, Jacks was like, uh, they're all lies. He's like, fifty. He's stupid. It's dumb. You know, always a wordsmith. That. Oh Jax. God! If I would die, die. For Fofty to go after Jax. Yes. I am hoping he did. Please. I, I just read that tonight. So I was thinking we should all. Retweet tag, it. Retweet it and tag it. Well, we have to. Yeah, I have to get on Jax's thing. We need to like tag the articles. Um, and I mean, take 50, send him the articles, everything. Like that is where 50 should go. Oh, my God. That so would be. He's like uh, a grown man going after a hundred pound girl. I mean, her mouth certainly isn't a hundred pounds. It's like a a ton a thousand pound mouth um not physically but you know what i mean like oh it doesn't matter if she's like 100 pounds or 400 pounds Her i don't think lala's 100 pounds yeah i think that's a stretch too and then he goes this is this is funny <laughs> and you're going after a girl lies like Jax- oh like girls are off limits for you jacks right Let's, let us bring up the examples of you going after like girls. the hundreds and hundreds hundreds of <laughs> So that's rich, but I think we should all campaign 50 and send this uh, these uh, comments and tweets from the interview. And then Brittany chimed in too. It's all lies. But I don't know. Like what is, what is all lies, Brittany? That she has receipts or that everything that, that he's saying I that... Think she was talking, she's like, I know for a fact she's been sober for over a year. So... I mean, if that's the only thing we're talking about, then fine. But it, he's brought up a lot of other things, too. Well, I guess everything else is just attacking looks and kind of mean. Um, I did see a lot of, um, you know, comments saying that it's going too far, that he's like truly, mm-hmm. you know, bullying people. And I do think that he is. But it's also not to, that it excuses it, but it is his style of kind of like what he does on his Instagram page. And he only does it like after shots are fired at him. Not that that makes it right either, but he stopped when it all got settled. She needed to not pop off. Like you can't dish it and not take it. So I'm not saying he's fighting fair or, you know, said the same type, but you know what? A man, like a woman and her like weight is like hitting a man's, um, ego you know if you say oh his feelings were hurt that's like saying you look fat in that picture you know what i mean like they're yeah you can't or ding attacking ego. like talking about their dick size or something is yeah. like the same thing but she's like i dinged his ego like that's like very emasculating for him i'm sure what did she say that possibly dinged his ego i'm trying to think of the original part one like something that 
would have hit him. I feel like she said something. I'll have to go back because I'm pretty. I, mm. I I feel like I remember what she said, but I don't want to misquote it. Um, I forgot why that even started. Part one. Like, why did that war even start? Because Randall owed, owed him money. Yeah. And then he just went in on Lala. Oh, because, wait, did 50 start it? Because 50 was watching Vanderpump and saw that clip of her talking to Stassi about sucking the guy's Randall's dick after the part audition or yeah, I letting think, him hit it. Well, I think that, like, just got, like, he was, like, mad at Randall and then he, like, saw that and just, like, got it started. And people well, yeah. just flipped I mean, out. If, if you owed someone money and then you see them, like, spending like that like pjs and yachts and shit like that i also um i also love like how strong the vanderpump brand is to like truly affect fofty because i'm just wondering if like another show could do this like let's say that he attacked spencer pratt like would the hills fans come and like make him create merch you know what I mean? Like he created merch off of this because we all reacted so positively to it. And like we like we like praised him like so much. Like I feel like <laughs> he does this every day to every single like genre of person. Mm-hmm. But like Fofty is the only T-shirt that he's made. True. Hmm. Interesting. It is interesting. And money by Monday. I yeah. Like that. So. Yeah, we'll see. I don't I'm know. sorry, Fofty. <laughs> I just like I, I I don't know. I just I wish like we could have known like what was going on. Like I wonder if um if Lala was like oh, like fuck him like this is like messed up and he's like Lala stop it like like was he like trying to shut it down like was Randall like scared oh, was his ego bruised I'm like, sure he was scrambling once he saw like. Even probably when he saw her on Watch What Happens, he was like, oh, God, he's probably nervous. And then when he sees Fofty's first post, he's just like, don't say anything. Well, so then Lala responded and she made a story on her Instagram and she said this, you know, I don't even want to respond to this, but I'm going to do it one time. Um, I take my sobriety very seriously, blah, blah, blah. Um, This is nothing. I know the truth. Like. Losing my dad is something. Having someone call your names is nothing. And I mean, it's good. Keep it in perspective. It was. But um, just like I heard people say that Fofty was bullying, I also heard people say about Lala's statement that once again, she's playing the victim. She like dishes it out like she's a thug. I mean, and she then, was bullying Raquel. And then when it comes back to her, then it's like, yeah. uh, my dad died. And right. um you know, how could you guys do this to me? Like, I'm just trying to work on my sobriety. And it's like, well, hold up a second. Like, it's not in the words of the brilliant Katie. Sounds like a convenient narrative to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, my God. So <laughs> I was playing like one of those like horrible um, Netflix, you know, um, YouTube shows or whatever for Daisy with the little nursery rhymes. And it was Baba Black Sheep. <laughs> And um, it was like this little like updated like version of it. And it was like all these animated things. And they had bags of wool. And it said wool, wool, wool. <laughs> and like I almost took a picture. And I'm like, wait, this isn't funny. It's only funny to me because I'm like losing right now. And I was thinking of Katie. That is funny. <laughs> <laughs> I would have laughed. Oh, my God. Um. Okay. So, oh, I liked, I loved this caption though on that Fred Flintstone one. He's like twinning. <laughs> oh my gosh that was funny 
That's funny. So speaking of Katie, <clears throat> this has nothing to do with Katie, but I was thinking about this because Stassi started her podcast tour and it's kicked off with Bo and Taylor Strucker. Now, don't you think it would make maybe more sense and make her fans a little happier if maybe each city or each little, you know, tour, she brings a surprise guest, like meaning a Vanderpump cast member with her that maybe comes out for a little bit. But why Taylor Strucker? I'm sure in the areas that she can, she will. Don't you think? Like, I'm sure LA will have someone or... But like, who? Basically Katie. Because then I was like, uh, that's the only one she would probably bring. And do we really... Well, I should probably bring Lala. Do we really want Katie on stage? Probably not. So she'd probably bring Lala. She won't share the sh- limelight with Sheena. She won't bring Sheena. She won't. Oh, no. no she's not talking to Kristen. No. So... Brittany, she'd probably bring. Maybe. Lala. I don't know. Taylor Strucker. I mean, I think like true Stassi fans are probably like totally like fangirling over Taylor and Bo. You know, that's probably like enough for them. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so giving my critique on like what I saw of her podcast stuff. I mean, some of our listeners are there tonight, which is exciting. So we should get like a really good scoop. And they've scoop. been there all week. Yeah. Thanks for posting your pictures. I know I saw what Kara and I saw a few of you guys going tonight. Yeah. Um, It looks like I'm, you have to hand it to Stassi. She's professional. And um, like, I just appreciate that. If you're going to take someone's money and, you know, have them like plan for a babysitter, leave work early, you know, like come and like be a part of a night I appreciate that like she's like truly like looking from A to Z of what needs to be taken care of I think like you said Mm -hmm. like her set is adorable um her merch is well planned and it's pretty brilliant um I was telling Chad I was like I like hot dogs like why haven't I made that my thing like we need to brand ourselves a little bit better like Stassi because um it's pretty Mm -hmm. smart yeah so I haven't seen really any of the content, though. I saw a couple clips where she's like, being basic is like blah, blah, blah. Like, it, it didn't seem really compelling. But like, has anyone reported back? Like, did she do like a song and dance number like she talked about? Or I haven't heard like a full I'm sure someone is going to do one soon. Like there's been really nothing about it yet. Well, Heather's going. Let's have Heather on and have it, her fully recap it. Good idea. Okay. That's a great idea. Sarah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Um, Great idea. Okay. Or anyone else that is going that would like to be on the podcast, we'd like to get your take on it too. Um, Actually, maybe we could do it when Heather's in town. Yeah. Might be easier. Fun. Yeah. Or you think it'd be too much? No. Like after the, then I'll probably be too crazy after the Halloween thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sure we can figure it out though. Okay. That still makes me, well, we can talk about that later. Okay. I just, I feel like I need a ticket in hand. You got to let go of control. You got to just let it go. I need paper. Let let go. I I was talking to my partner at the show and I was like, I'm like, my friend makes fun of me because I still like the MapQuest paper directions as a backup because sometimes as Stassi and Rachel can attest, your GPS doesn't work on the Mm -hmm. way to Katie and Tom's wedding. They could have used the papers. 
Um, I don't know why we were talking about it, but it, yeah, it came up, but I just, I like a ticket in my hand. I'm one of those people that still like prints out their boarding pass. I mean, not always, sometimes I use my phone, but I prefer because sometimes my phone's dying or I'm not getting a signal. So it's not pulling up Yeah, and it's stressful. stressful. It is. So anyways, okay. Well, what else has been going on? Um, oh, Jackson, Brittany, as I mentioned, we're at that Wrangler event and Jax is posting, oh, I love my baby and these Wranglers. I love the way it makes her butt look. And then he hash, hashtagged, hashtag Wrangler butt drives me nuts. Oh, Jax, like you're such a poet and he's so romantic. <gasps> Did you see what he posted with the corn cob? Yes. Okay. Paint a picture for everyone. Okay. That's not on social media. So he obviously did not create the meme himself because that would require some kind of talent. Um, it was a meme of a cornfield with like one stalk and a whole like corn on the cob sticking out. Dripping. Dripping. And it was like pointed towards um, this curvy girl's asshole. She was walking away and it was like the hash or the caption was um, country girls do it or make it work, or country... What the fuck? What is... Oh, I have it right here. Um, oh. Country girls make do. Country girls make do. And then he goes, hash... And then this is what Jax added. Hashtag fact at Brittany Cartwright. So he tagged her... With an emoji with a stupid cowboy hat on. Uh, so he's basically saying that Brittany fucks corns, corn on the cob um, when she needs to make do. And that that's a fact. I think the true fact is, is that <laughs> Brittany like had a good time living in Kentucky, but she didn't need corn on the cob. <laughs> um, so I guess he took it down. You know, she probably saw it and was like, Jax, <laughs> Jax, you don't share that with everyone. Don't tell uh, everyone. But uh, the corn was dripping. That was so gross. And yeah, it just the whole thing was just like very disturbing. Like you don't. You don't post something like, like what that. What a lovely sentiment about your wife. <laughs> yeah. Fact. Hashtag fact. Oh. What do you think about the phone number that Stassi gave out and told everyone to text her and that she's personally going to text back? And she did have on her stories, like she was texting people back, but then everyone that has tried it that I've seen, they all said they just get like an auto response. Asked me if I texted it. Of course you did. Yes, I did. Of course you did. <laughs> what um, happened? I got a text back and um, yeah, I don't know. It just says... It's an auto text? It's an, yeah, here, I'll read it to you. It said... So what's the point? Like, is it like on the off chance she's going to respond to some so you might get lucky? Or what's the whole point of this text? The whole point of it is that she's building her, like she's getting her fans info. So she has it. No, like, I got that. And it's like that company, like what Ashton Kutcher did or whatever with the community. Yeah, app. that's... But like, what's in it for the fan? I'm sure like um, she'll share stuff that she's not going to share on social media and she'll blast it out or oh. her special events or whatever. So um, the first text just said, um, listen, I hired a robot to send this first text, but I promise the rest will be from me, the real Stassi. I had no choice. It's just how it works. LOL. Click the link and add yourself to my phone so we can be frenzies for realsies and then there's a clown emoji a um crown emoji a ring a hot dog and wine and then it says 
Um, wow, that was the easiest cult initiation ever. You're officially in. This might be Auk City, but just read it. Um, and then it says about the... Um, Private policy stuff. No, just like um, standard text message, Apply. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And right. then there's her contact information is like sent in the next thing with her picture looking like it's fully her phone number. Mm-hmm. You know, it's cute. But she did reply to some, or she was just faking it. Oh, I don't know. I didn't watch that. Mm. She did not respond to me. I said, hi, Stassi, and I didn't get anything back. Um, I actually had a dream last night that we were at her podcast tour, and we were doing meet and greets, and then she's like, who has questions? And we all raised our hands, and she came over to us, and she goes, oh, we both had our hands raised. She's like, Holly, you had a question, and you freaked out, and you're like, oh my God, you know my name? And she's like, of course, you're Holly. This is Sarah. And you're like, oh, my God. And you went into like Cindy Brady deer in headlights mode and you froze. She's like, well, what's your question, Holly? And you froze. And that, you, you, that sounds like realistic. What would yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so then I stepped in and I'm like, well, I don't I go here. I'll give you a minute to remember it and I'll ask my question. And so I said, when is your book going to ship? Because for some reason, like she had just books of just like sample books. Uh But like, apparently all these people that pre-ordered, no one got their books. So it's a huge scandal. She's like, ah, she got really uncomfortable. I'm like, okay, okay, I'll I'll just make it easy on you. It'll it's going to ship by Christmas, right? And this being September, like right now, present day. And she's like, uh. I'm like, are you serious? It's not even going to ship by Christmas. And you had these people pre-order a year ago. And she was Is like, that true? Or that was in your dream? It was my dream. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. I didn't know there was a book shortage. No, but then, and, cause I remember thinking too, cause I, um, someone a book and I'm like, oh shoot, I was going to get this out to her. Um, but then I realized it was just a dream. But it was so funny. It was so spot on when you just like froze and you like weren't speaking. You were just like in awe because you were like starstruck. She knew your name and who you were. Yeah. <laughs> so she was nice to us. She uh, She's nice. Um, uh, I had a dream last night about Vanderpump Rules too. It was about Lala. And now I can't remember the dream. I woke up and... I, I told Chad I'll have to remember what it was but it was freaky it was about Lala <laughs> and um, yeah anyways okay so what else has been going on um hmm, nothing no real interesting podcast or anything like I because I had such a long road trip two ways um, I just listened to whatever I had listened to I thought well I, I wasn't interested, but I thought, let me listen to this Max guy on Sheena's podcast since he's probably going to be on the show because he did say he had been like filming in some scenes. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I thought, is this going to be one of the new cast members? Because mm-hmm. she said, um, she said, you know how they had dated, um, but it was like back in December ish. And she's like, well, I mean, you guys will see it on the show. But I'm like, how? Because you don't film in December. So how are we going to, and they only dated like a month or two and then he ghosted her and now they're friends and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, do you think they did little like chunklets of taping here and there? I think that their filming schedule has drastically changed mm-hmm. because I feel like they, it's been all over the place. They're filming everything. I feel like they're filming year round now. Yeah. Like there's always a film crew wherever we happen to be, whenever they're doing anything. 
And um, yeah, I don't know exactly what they're using the footage for. They um, Last season, they did do a lot of the extra like after show stuff and, you know, like little clips and stuff. But yes, yeah, so I don't know. We're going to see it on the show. I mean, I'm assuming because she was bitter for a while with him and she talked about it on her podcast. So maybe they're going to film her like being bitter and like running into him and it's awkward or something. Okay. I don't know. But it's it's not it wasn't really worth listening to, so you guys can skip that one. Um what about Sheener's new merch? Yeah, like workout gear and like crop top. Hoodies. Yeah, so Sheena has a new workout line. Um looks like she's gonna be competing with like Kate Hudson. Yeah. Um, and I think she just didn't wasn't Kate Hudson's Fabletics advertiser, I think, for her. Like not too long ago, I I feel like I heard her like selling it. That would kind of be a conflict, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's not cur- obviously it's not a current sponsor, but she says she's going to try and have the merch at BravoCon. Um, I look. I told you I looked that up. Like that, it, I don't, they they're only going to have like there's no vendors or anything there. Mm-hmm. So they're really missing the mark on that. They could make a lot of money. I don't know. Well, that's another thing. We'll be looking forward to those of you going to BravoCon and hearing your feedback and all of that on that. And I don't know. Did you think about going? No. Yeah. It's very expensive. And I'm like, it's going to be crowded. Hard. And I'm like, why? Just to see? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be curious as to what you guys think and what you experienced. And- I love the idea. Yeah. I love, I mean, I, I, but it's as expensive as like crime con is, it's like a lot, a lot of money. I mean, if, if I were going to pay that and I was going to go to that sort of experience, I would absolutely expect it to be amazing. Mm-hmm. And I hope that it is for everyone that's going. Like, I hope that yeah. it is. Um, I'm like, I hope everyone can get in and see who they want to see and. Because it, it seems like whenever something like this, you know, goes off, there's always like some part, you know, there like you're disappointed with. I think you just have to go in there like not expecting much. And so that's well, hard when you're paying that money, you know, it's the first one. So it's yeah. going to be probably a little rocky, but yeah. Oh, well, also it's New York. So that's like a very expensive place to go on top of the tickets. I bet if it's successful, maybe they'll have one in LA and then yeah. we can go. If we had, yeah. And I don't think I'd do a whole three days or anything like that. No. That'd be too much. Or if I did, it'd be like, I don't last long at those things. It'd be like two hours. So. I also don't like, I know this is like, no, I'm not even going to say it. Never mind. I don't, I. <laughs> well, now I must know. I don't know. I don't always like hanging out with like, um, like crazed fans like I not that I'm different than a crazed fan but like sometimes I like to either like observe celebrities just like naturally like and not bother them just like see what they're up to Mm -hmm. like I don't necessarily want to like stand in a line for a signature like I just like to like be in the area of them I don't need to like bother them right and sometimes that like stresses me out to be around like so many people that are like like that energy of just like needing to like be like it's almost like they're like reaching out for the person and then you kind of get lumped into that like you're also like that Mm -hmm. not that there's anything wrong with that I mean you guys I do do that also I'm just saying yeah I don't know to pay that much money and then to like have I don't know I would have to like it, it would have to be Vanderpump rules like all Vanderpump rules for me to be all in 
But even then, like, what say, are we looking to get out of it? Just to see them? It's like, I don't, I don't need Yeah, we can money. see them all the time. Yeah, I don't know. It's just... And like, I don't really care to pay money to even see like any of the housewives. Like, that's not that... Yeah, I guess, I guess what it is exciting. like is I may... A Bravo sort of thing may not be what I would want to go do that for. Like, it may be something else, you know, that I'm into or mm-hmm. I don't know. I just... Yeah. I'm not into as enough stuff for to... Like you'd want to go to YouTube world or something. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I guess that's why like I actually paid for and signed up for CrimeCon because I'm totally in that. Like obviously I watch Bravo like a ton. What, what happens at CrimeCon? Like I'm curious. I mean, it's basically the same thing. It's like everyone involved in like the, you know, whether it be Dateline people or ID people or um, actual detectives, sheriffs, things like that. Nancy (laughs) Grace's of the world. They all like give up and do meet and greets. They do talks. They, Uh, yeah. Are any of the criminals there? (laughs) Probably the ones that were exonerated like that would be interesting but i don't think like um like they should bring Casey someone in Anthony's there i don't think she's there <laughs> yeah i would love it if jody arias could be there yeah um obviously a lot of other people but no but the detectives that you know investigated them a lot of them are there and what like you stand in line to like say something to them well if you get the vip special meet and greet package okay but, did. but what if you don't then it's just like BravoCon. You, you just, just walk around and... Or Comic-Con or any con. Yeah, I guess I just, I don't get it. Well, because like cons aren't your interest. Yeah, I, that's... And YouTube isn't really my interest. So it's just, it's like you like vanilla, I like chocolate, you know? Or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, when I actually think about Bravo, I'm like, I feel like I watch a ton of Bravo, but then I realize there's a ton I don't. I don't watch any medical shows on there. I don't watch any real estate shows. But like overall, I'm so glad that they are tapping into that people do like this, you yeah. know, and it's like, I love that they're thinking outside the box and even Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, Vander, Vanderpump Rules. And like... For people that don't have access to what we do here in LA, right? Like we can pretty much go to anywhere, to any studio, and see whoever we want. Like walking around, like they go and get stuff at the grocery store. You can go to the grocery store and see people all over the place. Like, yeah, but I still think they should have made it a easier place for people to get to, like Los Angeles or Las Vegas. Things that you know where there's cheaper places to stay, and I don't know. Yeah. I, I, it's it seems like they're like literally like testing the waters, you yeah. know. They're they're trying it out. Yeah, because they're probably headquartered. That's there. very much yeah their base and yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I would guess Los Angeles would be next then. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, I don't really have anything more that I've seen happening on social media. I'm hoping s- things start to happen. I mean, we're following the new cast, but it seems like they just kind of like post selfies and like Instagram girl stuff. And I don't know. Like, I'm like, what is I'm trying to I was trying to think like, I was like, what is our game plan coming up? Like last year was so exciting. You know, like we had our viewing party. It was like we really like I I can't believe that was like we're coming up on a year ago that that was like we really pulled that off. It was so much fun. 
Um, so now it's like, I feel like this like buildup of like, what are we going to do this year? And like, what is the oh. schedule going to be? And, you know, like. We know one event. We're... <laughs> what? In down the road. Um, um, um. Wedding. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I'm just like, I, I want more, like I either want to see the trailer or I want to, yeah, like we need I to start I, getting cheese. I need, yeah. A te- thank you. I'm like, yeah. I need a taste. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I'm just like excited to get into it and like plan like things around it and see where the podcast goes, see how our Facebook group grows. Cause it's so fun. Like when we get like into like the meat of Vanderpump rules mm-hmm. and get back into it. Well, Hopefully we'll be up there. Are we going to try and see Serpendales then that same Absolutely. Wednesday? Yeah. After? Hopefully it's going That's on. the plan, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if they're doing it every week or every other week. I know she was there. Sheena was there with the Serps uh, last night or Wednesday night. And... <sighs> I was just watching um, season four. Um, you think that she's getting paid for all of these like special appearances or like Jax gets paid for his... Jack's night. I think it's in their contract. I think they just have to go. Yeah. And it's part of the deal. They just have to suck it up, which is kind of shitty. Which is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it is. I think I think in their mind, they think they work harder than most, um, you know, reality stars. And I think they do. It's a, it's a lot. They have so much more fan interaction than regular right. people. Right. Because other reality shows are not like working at a public place. Yeah. I mean, I suppose maybe like Jersey Shore, it could have been like that. They yeah, if worked. if they didn't just work at the t-shirt place during the summer. Right. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, it was very seasonal for them. True. Um, okay, guys, I want to take a second to talk to you about our sponsor this week. It is called Circle. That's C-I-R-K-U-L. You guys, this is awesome. I've been so excited to talk to you about it. It is a convenient water bottle and flavor cartridge system. So basically what you do is you get a water bottle and it comes with flavor cartridges. Now, let me explain. You twist these into your water bottle and you can have flavor come out at any level. What do you mean any level? Well, I mean that there is a dial on it and you can choose when you want to have flavor. For instance, I am on a diet right now and a lot of times I get like a gnarly sweet tooth. So having a little bit of flavor water totally helps curb my um, craving. So I got peach and it's awesome. So it goes from one to 10 for the level of flavor. So on each sip, you can customize how you want that sip to taste. For instance, I might want a little bit of peach, so I'll choose a one. Maybe later in the day, I want a five so I can really taste the peach in the water. Or let's say I'm working out and you just have that feeling you just want water. If you have like flavor, it feels gross. You put it on an X, so you just sip water. It's so awesome, you guys. I can't even explain it. Every time I carry this thing around, everyone's like, what is that? They want it. Um, we have a code for you that is crazy. So there's 30 flavors that you can pick. Like I said, I got peach, I got pineapple, and... Um, coconut. I got tangerine, um, blueberry. My favorite is peach so far, though. Um, right now, for you guys, 
um, you can get your own circle water bottle plus two flavor cartridges for just $5 by going to drinkcircle.com. That's drink, C-I-R-K-U-L dot com backslash Vanderpump and use our code Vanderpump. And again, $5 for a water bottle and two cartridges. I'm telling you, it's so fun. It's such a fun way to get your water down. And um, I truly, truly love this product. And it has helped me. Like I'm I'm on a weight loss journey. Um, I just stopped breastfeeding and um, my baby just turned one. I wish that I was having this conversation when she turned five months old, like some people do. They drop their weight super quick, but it's happening for me right now. I'm down 10 pounds. This water bottle is totally helping me get my water in and I love it. So again, check out um, drinkcircle.com. That's D-R-I-N-K circle, C-I-R-K-U-L.com backslash Vanderpump and use the code Vanderpump. And I'm going to post a video in our Facebook group too of me showing how the dial works and how you can customize like how you drink your water. It's so cool. Um, and I hope you guys check it out. Thanks. All right. You want to talk about Pretty Wild episode eight? So only one more until the finale. Yes. So we open up, and this is just one of the best opening scenes ever. Just the mother telling the daughter how awesome her breasts are, and nobody has breasts like you. They're phenomenal. Um, you really you need to get into Playboy. And, and then- now I I had a, an issue with this. Um, did your mom ever tell you that you had nice breasts? No, and- <laughs> hard no. <laughs> And like not to be Nor picky. Or has she seen them except for like when I was a baby. Not to be picky, but like that's not even her mom. You know what I mean? Like it's like so like. Right. Um, but I, I think I would have liked my mom to say, wow, like those are some great tits you have. <laughs> my mom would never. Well, can you soap them up? Now let's take some pictures of them and send them to some. <laughs> yeah. So the scene opens, you guys, like Tess is in the shower and she's like, mom, I can you get a towel for me? I forgot mine. Which like. <laughs> I have never taken a shower without the door like dead bolted. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I like my privacy. You don't forget your towel. No. Yeah. Um, and if I do, like, I will go stealthily get it myself. Like, right. I, you know what I mean? Like, unless someone like company is over or something. Yeah, yeah. I figure something out. I use like the shower curtain or something. But anyway, so the mom comes in and she's like, oh, um, and Tess tells us, she's like, you know what? I've been working out. I've been dancing lately. And my mom thought this would be a great time for me to do a photo shoot. Like I'm in top tip top shape. So let's do it. So I thought like, Oh, they're gonna like, she got scheduled for a photo shoot at a studio or something. No, (laughs) her mom comes in with her camera, like a little like Canon, like, yeah, like the old school ones we used to have. And it's like, okay, here we go in the bathroom, in the bathroom, like in the tub. And is telling her how to pose and saying, okay, now do a ooh and now do an ah. <laughs> like it was, yeah. uh, it was absolutely insane. It was very, oh, and, and well, and they straight up said like, we 
let's do Playboy. Let's try to get Playboy. And you yeah. have you have natural boobs, which is and she brings Gabby into it, the younger daughter, and she, like to help her be her light, lighting assistant or something. And she's like, "See, Gabby, look, look at her natural breasts. They're just stunning." And Gabby's just like, "This is kind of awkward." <laughs> I mean, they really are like I, from what I can see in the the um, you know blazed out. out yeah thing. Um, they do look to, like they have like a really cute little shape. Um, well, she's just the fact that she's that tiny and has like full natural boobs is like ridiculous. Yeah, but um, I love when she's like, "No, get some soap and make them like soapier." Yeah, and like turn your hips like she was just like fully correcting her her poses and everything. Yeah. Um and she she soaps up her boobs and she's like Andrea's like, oh, that is wonderful. Yeah. Excellent. Like uh very like um you're doing great, honey. Like, you know, um Chris yeah. Jenner too. Right. Kim. <laughs> Phenomenal. So that was that scene. And then um, her boyfriend, Max, from Wicker, comes over in his silver space shoes. And they sit there outside, which it is a great for you. I, I, what lake is that? It's Lake Hollywood that they have a view of? Or is it uh, Silver Lake? I think so. Like um, in the helicopter tour that you gifted to Chad and I, I know we flew over that. I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a nice place. Yeah. I mean, you amazing view like money right. shot like that's worth it right there yeah so max talks about how he's going to south by southwest and she's like what's that and he's like well it's you know music festival she's like so you're gonna have lots of groupies and he's like you don't need to worry about that and but then he's like but i mean i know we're not serious we're taking things real light but it's like which is it i mean i am still frustrated with max i'm just not uh, just like how everyone else is it seems like tess is frustrated with him Uh, everyone is like not quite sure if they want to give max a shot tess is head over heels for him so you know we're trying to to do it but he's just a dick he's constantly like just mind effing her and it's like i'm sorry max like are we really pretending that you were in a league above tess Mm -hmm. because she is like a woman and you're like a little boy with a faux hawk (laughs) like it's like and like your your band is like in a van yeah like you're you're not making it (laughs) did we ever determine did they ever they had like one hit or did did they have something that we heard on the radio i don't know i'll look right now on spotify i thought so so alexis is trying to convince tess to like you know just don't keep your options open. You know, she's like, boys are like buses. They come and go every 10 minutes. Um, So she wants her to go out on a double date with her because Javier from Cabo is coming up and he's bringing a friend who turns out to be his boss, the the nightclub owner. And his name is Tosh. And so the girls agree to go out on a double date with Javier and Tosh. And this part, I... I mean, I think Alexis is right. She's like, he's not being exclusive. He's not being serious. So it, it's fine to date others until, and Andrea says that too. She's like, you don't have a ring on it, so you can date whoever you want. So I kind of like that they are encouraging her to. Yeah. I, but I also get like why Tess is frustrated with them, you know, like why, because everyone keeps on trying to tell her what to do and they're just 
they're obviously not respecting that she likes this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I definitely, I got both sides on that. Um, but I definitely found myself like chanting along with Alexis. Like, yeah, come on. Like, yeah, just go out with this guy. See, see what it's like, you know? Yeah. Um, so then they go, the boys pick them up at the house and they meet Andrea and then before they go, they're like, wait, we want to show you our stripper pole moves. So they get on the pole and then Andrea gets on the pole. Like she seems a little jealous. She wants to show them her moves too. Um, and then the guy was pretty funny. He was like, this is a little bit of a different family experience than I expected. <laughs> yeah. Not your typical like meeting of the parents. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah so basically the guys come over and... Each of them do a trick on the pole. Mm-hmm. Alexis goes and then Tess goes and like the, everyone's like, oh, OK, good, better. And then Andrea finishes it off by showing her thong. <laughs> she loves showing her thong like she like whips around the pole and the thong comes out. And yeah. And Ga- poor Gabby, like once again, is just standing there like absolutely horrified. <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't like emancipate herself or like put herself up for adoption for like she's like a Midwestern couple in Kansas. Like, please adopt me. It's just so <laughs> sad because like, life. yeah, you can like truly see like she's horrified by their behavior, but she's the only one. And it's like she had to be questioning herself and be like, like am I a part like, of this family? Like why? Like they're so happy and quote unquote famous. And then I'm here like if this feels wrong, but like it's like... I would have like a really messed up view on reality if I was her. Yeah. Because like she, she's doing like the traditional thing of like being a girl in high school and and, like, and then she's seeing this other non-traditional thing, but it's being celebrated and promoted and encouraged. Yeah. So she's like, she's so confused. Like, okay, I was, I see this is how normal girls are raised and I am that, but then that's not being encouraged. This is being encouraged, which is like the opposite of normal. So that would be very confusing. Yeah, I see it on her face. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Because like, you know, I'm sure she watches TV. Sh- like back then, you you did watch TV shows like sick, you know, so what's she watching like family ties and she's like, their family's not like ours. And then she watches what, like any other family show. She's like, yeah, they all seem the same, which is very different than ours, mm-hmm. you know? So um, they go out and I really got a kick out of this when Alexis is like, you know, they're visiting L.A. Like they'd never been there before. Um, They're American. And she's like, so I really want to give them the old Hollywood experience. And then they flash over to the wax museum. (laughs) Like this is not where I thought two party girls would bring to nightclub hey hey guys let's go to the wax museum oh my god i didn't even i just saw them on stupid hollywood boulevard and was like oh god no they went into the wax museum they were taking pictures with oh my gosh yeah well that's pretty funny and then they went on the double on double decker bus the ones that we always hide from yeah and talk about getting tattoos and then they make out and carry on. Now, what did you think about Tosh for Tess versus Max? You know, like the way it's portrayed, like Max is just like this loser band guy. And then Tosh owns a nightclub in Cabo. He's older. You know, he's whatever. Successful. She's just, she's just too young to get wrapped up into being like the arm piece of a 
nightclub owner or something like she's young enough. she needs to date rock stars at this point yeah it was just crazy to see like the attraction like just absolute like she was so turned off by him Mm -hmm. um even though like technically on paper he should be like oh like wow you're you know you're successful but he he was a dick yeah he was but funny like i thought some (laughs) of the stuff he said was kind of funny yeah um but yeah i was just there was something off about him yeah because at first he seemed nice and then and then it was funny but then like towards the end he got a little arrogant like dude you can google them like they're like you could tell they were they were almost out on a date like he's like yeah let's this will be funny let's take these bling ring girls out yeah 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 and he actually reminded me of a typical club owner that's like kind of like a dick yeah um where like at first they'd be cool if you were being cool but like let's say you were like i want to go home i don't want to stay and party all night and he'd be like well get the f out of here right you know what i when you're just like you son of a or gun. like people online you'd be like you're not hot enough for this club oh god he'd be like totally that. yeah totally so Okay, so then Andrea takes, so the girls are freaking out because they discover Gabby has boobs. So then Andrea's like, well, I think it's time to go bra shopping. Now, I had a problem with this. (laughs) Again, another thing I did not do with my mother. (laughs) Who'd you do it with? I always did everything myself. (laughs) Okay, because this is, this bothered me. This scene bothered me. Um, Because I guess I considered like my first bra experience when I needed one and like I had like little boobs like Gabby is what like 15 years old six, I mean 16 yeah. 16 like this isn't her first bra right. and for, she was wearing a full-on bra yeah just because it it didn't fit like they were acting like this was her getting her training bra like she's 12 or something yeah I just yeah. I didn't like it it seemed very forced and fake like it they should have posed it as being like, let's go get you a sexier bra or something like that. But like they kept on acting like, this is exciting. Andrea just wanted more footage of her thong and, and lingerie so she could be like in the senior edition of Playboy. Where are they now? Yeah. So they go to this, um, you know, bra place in L.A. called Jeanette something. And um, they start trying on bras. And I will say that my grandma did show me how to put a bra on like that. Oh. <laughs> like that, like I was at that level of having to like pull my boob up in fourth grade. <laughs> you had a bra in fourth grade? That's when I got my first like little bra. Oh, wow. When did you get one? Like seventh. Seventh? Yeah. <laughs> Your face. You're like. <laughs> seventh? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, mine wasn't. Because I remember wearing a rainbow sweater in sixth grade. And I remember like thinking, I should probably have like a t shirt on underneath this. Because, like, you know, in a sweater, sometimes there's little holes you can see through because I didn't have a bra. So okay. I think I wore a t shirt or something. I mean, like at that level, you're wearing like a t shirt bra, anyways. It's like a little like ridiculous training bra, you know? But it's embarrassing. And I remember like now it looks like so much fun to go bra shopping. Like, they, like, I take Ronnie to Justice, like that's like a clothing store for like mm-hmm. teens or whatever. And they're like cute and fun and like on a hanger and like kind of like Victoria's Secret-esque. Like it's when I went mm-hmm. to um, 
get my bra like I had to go to like Broadway or something yeah. and Diane like took it out of a box and I had to try it on over my clothes <laughs> and it was like humiliating you know it's like a humiliating experience like a hand like a Hanes panty yes <laughs> yeah that's how it was latex <laughs> yes um but yeah I, that but I did go to the department store as well okay yeah well, they didn't have Victoria's Secrets back then. No. Yeah. Like, and now I feel like it's so, um, like, it's trendy now to wear stuff, too. But um, I think you start with, like, an undershirt. Like, that's, like, the first step. Mm-hmm. And then you move on to, like, a little. Because I remember, though, it was, I hated wearing it. Like, it's not comfortable. You just, like, want to come home and, like, whip it off just like I do now. Like, it's it's annoying. Mm-hmm. Boobs are the worst. See, I, I'm uncomfortable without it. I never like whip it off unless I'm right as I'm going into bed. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I just feel, yeah. Uh, I just want, I want no movement. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So Andrea wants to, she's like, we should get matching ones. She's like, or do you want to share? And Gabby's all grossed out as any normal child would be like, gross. I'm not sharing a bra with my mom. Like, well, I just like, this this scene was out of control so gabby tries on a bra and it's really cute like she was having a moment like it was a pretty like it was such a pretty top and i mean one of my favorite things about trying on clothes especially like when i'm feeling really confident is coming out and making all of the associates go that looks so good on you that's so cute like it's (laughs) one of my favorite things to do and uh, like gabby was it was her time and then Andrea comes out in the same exact bra. Yeah. And like, I didn't even look at Gabby again because Andrea just stepped right into her spotlight and then says, do you want to share it or should I get my own? And her, she's just like, ew. Yeah. Ew. So, yeah, I don't know. That just made me kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. So then they go home and Andrea decides, even though I took you sexy lingerie shopping, we should have a talk. She has the awkward sex talk. Okay. Did you get the awkward sex talk? No. Never. Like nothing about it. No, but I had three older sisters. Marty told me everything I needed to know when I was in second grade. Second grade? Yep. So then I could in turn tell everyone (sighs) my age. Oh my gosh. So I was the teacher. No. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Did you? Um, yes, I had a, oh my gosh, this was so embarrassing. So um, Diane took me to Palm Springs, which was like a big deal. And we stayed at the Embassy Suites. And I thought we were like staying at like right. the Ritz Carlton because I had like really never stayed in a hotel or anything. And I, I didn't understand. I'm like, why why, why am I going with just you? And like, what, what is, like, I had no idea. And, um, and then she's like, okay, we're going to listen to these tapes on the way, these cassette tapes. And it was like all about like, basically they were telling me what was going to happen. Like where it was like, you're going to start getting hair in your armpits and your (laughs) hair is going to change and you're going to start getting hair down there. And like, like, it's like a very scary thing when you hear like, especially like when your parent is uncomfortable telling you, it makes it more scary. Yeah. Um, how old were you? Um, I feel like sixth grade maybe or something. Hmm. Um, but we never talked about like the birds and the bees. Really, we talked about like what was going to happen to my body. She never, yeah. like, she didn't. Yeah, really, nothing about sex. Um, and that, like, I I would learn from the bad kid in school. Yeah, 
Um, not that you were the bad kid. <laughs> I know. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it does what? Gross. <laughs> I don't really, th- I don't think I even knew what sex was like even after I had it. Yeah, actually, I mean, I didn't know any details. I knew just the basic concepts. And so agree. Like, I'm like, wait, what? I mean, I remember even being in high school and I was asking my friends, I'm like, because I always thought, I'm like, well, yeah, we use condoms. Um, And I remember my boyfriend one time, he's like, do you want to do this? Do you know how to do this or what this is? And I was like, no. And I asked my friends, I'm like, I don't know. It was like this ring. And they're like, that's a condom, Sarah. I'm like, no, a condom's like, you know, like a balloon or something. Yeah. But, you know, in the package, it feels like a ring. Yeah. But I had no idea. And I'm like, no, it wasn't a condom. It's like this weird little square thing in with a ring in it. And they're just looking at me like, you idiot. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah. And then, of course, my magical time when my mom walked in on me. That was lovely. And then, again, they they'd pull Marty. She didn't live there, but I think she did. She, no, she didn't have a kid yet. Um, but uh, they're like, well, they asked her to like talk to me and you know maybe about birth control and that sort of thing so they like outsourced it to their oldest daughter that's i mean that's like more comfortable for it you is. so that's that's good yeah i like still my i, I don't even like I, I don't know yeah i i'm gonna handle it differently with ronnie i know that <laughs> mm. god the tapes that's funny yeah, um, and for any of you people that were raised like me out there, uh, it was a focus on the family cassette set. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so did she teach you how to use a tampon, or did you just figure that out for yourself? Oh, my God. Okay. Because, like, Amanda started, couldn't figure it out. And I'm like, I'm not helping you. Just work I, on it. <laughs> that's what my mom said to me. Yeah, that she wouldn't help you. I was like, I, I don't understand. And she's like, you'll figure it out. Just, yeah. just look at the box. Yeah. And like the diagram on the box is like very like it's like put your foot up on the toilet and like, like <laughs> that's not how that's not how I do it. I no. don't know. But um yeah, you really just kind of have to figure it out and it's so uncomfortable and it's so I think I didn't get the the sliding thing. I think you just like put, Yeah, that's I'm like if oh my wait, mom the cardboard doesn't go in there. <laughs> yeah, if my mom would have just showed me that, that probably would have helped. I right. think all that would really help. But um how about the people that like only ever wore pads for their like I don't I don't know how they did it. That was Amanda and she was in dance and everything. I'm like, that would work for me for about five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um I felt like I started my period really early. Like it was very it's hard when you were like in full on elementary school and you can't get like a private bathroom break. Ugh. Like it is you have to like carry this little pouch. It's so obvious that like your stuff is in there and it's just hard for a kid to like deal with that like you oh, Yeah. You're like elementary school, wow. Bleeding through stuff. I mean it's just crazy. No, that happened in seventh grade, so I was at so track me and like I went it went through my pants and I had a boyfriend at the time and he came over and like laid his head down on my lap and I'm like oh god oh god oh god because it was like going through my jeans no wonder you got your bra in seventh grade then if that's when you got your period like that's... like boobs and period are the same thing you know hmm. so I got and you were elementary school. I got my boobs it started in fourth grade I started my period in fifth I only knew one girl in elementary school out of a hundred Oh, wow. So I guess you're that one girl. 
I guess so. That's crazy. Um, a lot of oh, my a lot hard. of my friends started at that time. Really? Yeah. Oh. Um, but yeah, it's. I I did junior guards and like um, stuff in my bathing suit all the time. So I I was like the first pool party. I had to figure it out, you know. Wow. Yeah. And then it's just then you got to carry it around, like you said. It's yeah. like there's no hiding that. No. Because you don't and even really carry a purse at that age. And you don't get confident to like just like walk down the hall with it until you're more like comfortable with your body. And at that age, like nothing's making sense like it just fe- everything's like <sighs> I'm still not comfortable with it like I always like I'm like yes another trade show averted because I'm like you know I work with a lot of guys I'm like oh okay I'm gonna run to the restroom well normally I just run to the restroom oh when you're they see you digging your purse out I gotta bring my purse then it's just like advertising to the whole freaking conference she's bringing her purse to the bathroom you know what that means yeah <laughs> oh my gosh Anyways. yeah it's it's so hard. <laughs> so hard. It is. Oh, my gosh. All right. So anyway, she finishes the sex talk and she's like, well, let me just give you this rule of thumb. And the rule of thumb is no glove, no love. <laughs> I kind of liked that because it was yeah. like she didn't get too graphic with it, but she got her message across. And um, but I did in the back of my mind think like did you tell your other daughters that or is this just going to like your good daughter (laughs) right because she's saying how she wants her to wait till she gets married i'm like again did you tell alexis and test this yeah (laughs) because i think they missed that memo yes okay now this is a real joy for me to see the geisha house yes oh my god that was the place it really was I totally forgot about it. And I was like, oh my God. I remember just like, oh my God, I'm going to go there tonight. And I was just like, to be seen, to see who's there. It was popping. So they go to the geisha house and they are, well, this is where I thought it was funny when he starts talking about wicker making fun of wicker and they're like i mean what kind of music is it and they both in sync they're like electro indie pop um i thought they were like a rock band electro indie pop like what is that uh, something i don't (laughs) listen to um this was the okay i understand why they perceived him being a dick because they're insulting their friend or whatever but it was I felt like he was speaking to us as the viewers and like laughing along with us because we're all thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. It did make him look like a dick and everything. And it was like, ugh, you know, like it made us I was like, OK, they're really steering us to like Max, aren't they? Like, oh, Max is yeah. better for you, Tess. We want you to be with Max now. Like, right. I don't know. It did work because like by the end, Max seemed a little better. He did. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It seemed like he, like she said, like, he's nicer to my sisters, blah, 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 blah. He said um, he didn't cheat, but he was honest and said, oh, yeah, the other guys hooked up, but I did. I mean, it's like, okay. Well, at least he took a call from her this time right. and stuff, you know? Right. Um, well, because he got to be filmed on the call. That's why. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was more in demand on this um, this trip. So, um, so besides... Tosh making fun of Wicker. Um, Javi wants to know the truth from Alexis. He wants he wants her to 
tell him everything. And he really beats around the bush. And she's trying to be like real cutesy. And she's like, don't ask me about that, please. Like we and um, she tries to play the card. We haven't known each other long enough yet for me to tell you those sort of things. Now, if I like, do you think she was saying that because she is in the middle of a court battle and she knows that if she says something to him, it could get out and ruin her case. Do you think she's that smart or that she just didn't want to tell him? Yeah. I, I, she kind of makes it seem like that's what she was doing later on, but I think, no, I don't think she was that ahead of the game. I Me think neither. She just didn't want to ruin it with like reality. I think so too. Yeah. And I, I get that. So basically she's like, so, so what's going on? And he's like, well, I, liked you yeah. what, what did he say yeah and she's like liked and he's like oh he yeah. Said, yeah he goes he goes i liked you and you liked me and she's like liked and then she's just like I- i'm done i'm done we're out of here okay and then tess is more than happy to end the night and be mm-hmm. like okay guys like it got really awkward so we're just gonna end this um we're out of here so they leave and that's when um tosh makes his comment where he's like dude you can just google them like i don't even know why you're asking right and just kind of like rolls his eyes and you can like he's like been texting the whole time at the table so you can tell Mm -hmm. they're on to something else like they don't really care yeah um which um again so tess goes home she's like overjoyed to be talking to max and i think that's what like really bugs me about this whole um thing is like the way like she's truly so excited to talk to him and I just am not feeling the same thing back from him. Mm-hmm. It's like this, it's almost like this, um, it's like borderline disrespectful the way he is. Like it's something that rubs me the wrong way. He just way. wants to be on the show to get some attention for his band. And like, and at the same time, he's like, well, and it doesn't hurt that she's hot and beautiful. Like, so he's like dealing with her, like not dealing, like I think he's, yes. he's into her, but it's more... It's not because he's so into her. But I just, he's I into just, the exposure. I feel like his shtick though is like keeping her aren't like keeping her in line and being like, well, yeah, I did just get back from tour and I was good and I'm glad you were. Let's just see where this is going. It's like, yeah. stop it. Like, just stop. Do you like her or not? Like, we're not playing this game, Max. Yeah. Um, no, he's just dragging it on until the show ends. <laughs> yes. So then he appears at the house. He comes to visit her when he gets home and he says, I brought you a gift. And um, he gives her an armadillo pin. Mm-hmm. And she's like, um, is it's like it's like the state animal. They're like dead all over the road everywhere. So naturally, I thought of you. It's like, okay. Like, see, like it's little things like that where it's like, yeah, I truly think you mean that. Like you're it's not a joke. Like every <laughs> like it's there was like a twinge of truth to that. Like mm. something. And even she was like, OK. And he's like, just kidding. Here's the real gift. And he puts a Lynn curtain cuff on her. <laughs> and i was like okay that's funny if you're gonna back it up with something like really cool but i'm like that that that's it like i don't know it was just like wah, wah, wah. a build up for nothing yeah like it, it would have been like oh i got this really cool picture frame in you know handcrafted by some dude down there and put their picture in it okay or something i don't know i i mean in the most basic of way, it shows that he was thinking about her and he like he brought something to her, which 
like this is how he keeps her in line. So she's like grateful for that little tiny gesture. She's like, thank you. That means so much. Bread, bread crumbing. Yes. <laughs> yes. And um, he's keeping her in line like that. I don't like that. There's yeah. that's the that's what I don't like. Well, that's because it's like the old Tom Likas thing. It's like a hot girl. Just treat her like you're not that into her because then she's going to get really insecure and want you more. Yeah. And so he's he's playing the game and he's and it's working. Totally. So next week is finale week. And yes, we're excited. We'll try to have some other insights and perspectives for you. And yeah. and hopefully a little Stassi recap, too. That'll be really cool. Yeah. Also, we have some field trips for Sarah and I planned coming up in the next couple weeks. So, yep. oh, my God. So I forgot to tell you about... Um, I went on a field trip myself, and mm. I forgot to tell you guys. So... Um, Someone in our podcast group, I'm not even going to blow her up right now because um, I don't know if she wants me to share, but um, she texted me and she said, hey, I think that Stassi may have bought a house and here's the address. Oh, right. Um, And so, you know, she posted that picture with the um, The West Side one, the realtor. Yes. Mm. And so I was like. I'm going to go look like mm-hmm. I, I want the exclusive. <laughs> and so um, I drove up there. Ronnie was sick on Monday. She was like had like a cough. And like the second that she was home, like she was like not sick. You know, like how kids will like yeah. th- whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, get in the car. We're going to Stassi's new house. <laughs> and she's like, Mom, I don't want to do that. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so we drove out there um, and then I took her to the Mattel store after to like bribe her. But um, so we drove out there and. I saw the house and I'm I'm not sold on the fact that it is Stassi's. Um, if it is hers, um, she's not obviously not living in it yet. They were still like putting a roof on it. Um, Did it say sold outside? No, but um, it, it has been sold. Okay. Like in like the records or whatever. But can't you look that up and it tells you when it was sold and for how much, you know? Yeah. On- I have that information, but it doesn't say like who owns it. Okay. But it's, it was just sold in the last like month yeah. mm. or in like June or something for how or much 2.2 or something. Hmm. But anyways, the, um, and very much like everyone else's houses. Like it's like, did you know, Julia looked this up and I guess this is a $1.2 million house. So I'm just going to start telling everyone that I live in a million dollar house. All the property here is like at least a mill. Yeah, because it's a double lot. Anyways, go back. Okay, so you went there. So was it in Santa Monica or Brentwood or what? No, it's in like the techno the technical address is Los Angeles, but it's um it's like Century City. No, it's like um Mar Vista. Yes. Oh. Yes. Um and when I first started driving through, like all I kept saying, like I was like talking to myself, but to Ronnie and I was like, this is not Stassi territory right here. It's just not. It was like a little rough driving through. It's um, not a quaint neighborhood. It's not like what her and Bo's not going to find his little neighborhood. Well, he'll probably go to Venice or something or um, yeah. But know. OK, so how I got there coming from Orange County. So I was coming north. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, going that way, it was like, ugh. but as I got into the neighborhood where they would be, I saw the potential um, and I see I see what I see 
like a possibility of why they would buy there. The neighborhood's very cute mm-hmm. and it's very up and coming. And the um, whole like Mar Vista and Culver City, that's where if you want West Side, it's it can be more affordable, but it's not sketchy, but it's it's still West Side. It's the house, the houses were like honking in this, like huge houses, um, it, like really nice like just like a nice streets um very you know like huge trees just like everything you would want in a neighborhood um but that was for a small area you know so i don't know and the area around it looked cool too i'm surprised she it was a vibe far from west hollywood and that i mean it's much closer than i mean you're already inland a little bit so she's not that close to the beach she's still like 20 minutes um, she's a little closer to West Hollywood than say Santa Monica or Brentwood, mm-hmm. but she's further away from all her it friends seemed, in the valley. It seemed way closer than 20 minutes to the beach or is it not like it? Like mm. I could have sworn I could almost see the ocean. No, not from Mar Vista. I mean, unless you're on top of a building. Hmm. Like I thought, like as I was crossing the street, I was pretty sure I was seeing it. Unless you weren't in Mar Vista. I think it's right on the edge. I don't know. But um Do you know what the streets were? I crossed Venice. Uh-huh. Um I'm trying to think of another street that I saw. Like you're north of Venice Boulevard? Yes. Okay. So I mean that could be Culver City too. Like I, I felt well, I got off like in like the Marina Del Rey exit and then like you just keep going, like you just keep mm-hmm. going. Up Lincoln or Yeah, uh or Sepulveda. Sepulveda maybe I think I went on yeah I mean that's right where that is yeah it was cool but um I I got the vibe that I I don't think that's it to be honest with you Mm -hmm. um I just I don't think that that was the house yeah it seems too urban suburb for her like yeah I don't know but the house was gorgeous and um I really I actually like I really liked the area a lot. All right, well, let's keep the address and keep swinging by and s- yeah. checking on the progress. Yeah. So that was fun. I love ish like that. You know, I was like, oh my God, if I see her. Oh, also there was like a golf cart parked out front, which, um, you know, I was like, that's, I could just tell they weren't there with someone else. Like maybe they just haven't moved out yet or something. Hmm. Um, that does seem very bow though. It was like a um, like a horrible golf cart, like one that was like raised a little bit, you know, like not mm-hmm. even like a normal old man golf cart, like a yeah. nerd Jackson Brittany golf cart. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you guys, we will be back um, for our the last and final installment of Pretty Wild, and like Sarah said, we will try to bring an expert on to you know really bring this home and do a where they are now. And just like fully recap the mm-hmm. whole series. Awesome. Um, hopefully we'll get someone to recap Stassi's live tour. And like we said, we have some fun um, stuff planned, you know, going up to um, to West Hollywood ourselves and getting some intel for you. So cool. we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.